If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Log Talk Radio. Okay, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is the Friday edition of the Armor Report. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This is a live trading desk, so you see me looking all around because I'm actively involved uh, in trades as we speak, as always. Thanks for joining me. ARMOR stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. This is our week in review. What I'm going to do today is reveal for you four chart patterns, okay? Four chart patterns that explain the entire week. Four chart patterns, four different assets that you need to think about this weekend so you can have an action plan coming into next week. Okay, so um, the first thing I like to do on this show, of course, is remind you it's for educational purposes. I'm talking about information I'm using in my own personal portfolio and for investors that I manage money for. I'm sharing this information with you because I enjoy it, because it also helps me execute my own plan. So I appreciate you being here by listening. It really gets me to hear my own thoughts, and then execute them. So thanks a lot for that. This is a symbiotic relationship. Um, And of course, what I'm trying to do is share with you information after 30 years of doing this in the business to help you protect your capital and still capture upside. ARMOR stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. Everything we do here starts with managing risk and then capturing upside as we go. So, In the Week in Review, I always start with uh, um, a discussion about what our algorithms are telling us about the top six indexes we follow. Those six indexes tell us whether or not we want to be adding um, um, risk to our portfolio or taking risk off and adding cash. Uh, On our website, RosenthalCapital.com, I have set up for you a risk monitor. The whole purpose of that monitor on the home page is just so you can see whether or not we're in a aggressive stance of buying stocks and adding risk, or if we're in a defensive stance, holding a maximum cash position. And you can see, I actually have a log for you so you can see step-by-step what we've been doing. So on the fourth of this month, we were at a max cash position. Then the market ripped higher. It didn't change that. Then the market cratered this week. Hasn't changed that. We're still in a maximum cash position. What does that mean for you as an investor? I can't tell you what to do because I don't know you. So what um, I'm hoping your takeaway is from uh, um, this information is to assess your portfolio, figure out how much cash you're willing to hold in your account, and you should already be at that maximum position. Even if you're a long-term buy and holder, 
there should always be a certain allocation to cash so that you can take advantage of weakness, buy weakness, then you sell some into strength while you're holding your long-term positions. Okay, obviously, if you're an aggressive uh, swing trader, day trader, you can go to 100% cash if you want and then put that cash back to work on weakness. Um, so, so what does this week do to the algorithms? And those algorithms are designed for the um, volatility profile of each asset that we're studying. And we're using the exchange traded funds to do those studies. And for our, our, our um, index only portfolio, and you can see on our homepage, rosenthalcapital.com, scroll down a bit, you'll see our four model portfolios at Interactive Brokers. These portfolios um, are the guides we used to manage assets. So if an investor has a portfolio at Interactive Brokers under our umbrella, we link their account to one of these four portfolios and they immediately begin experiencing the benefits of algorithmic investing layered on top of traditional fundamental analysis of companies and sectors and technical analysis, all combined with algorithmic execution. So today's action hasn't changed anything for these six indexes. We look at the S&P, SPY, the Dow, DIA, NASDAQ, QQQ, NASDAQ 100, small cap index, IWM, the momentum index, MTUM, and the IBD 50. FFTY. Those are the six ETFs we follow that drive all of our risk decisions. So step one in the week in review, nothing has changed since the 4th of August, maximum cash position. In some accounts this week, we were shorting. We booked some profits yesterday. Still have some shorts out today. Not sure how we're going to carry those into the weekend. That's what we're going to get to right now. There's four chart patterns that sum up this entire week. Let's look at them. These are going to be weekly charts, by the way. I want to take a step back and look at the big picture so we can come up with our game plan heading into the weekend. Let's start with the picture right here. You're looking at a weekly chart of TLT, 30-year treasuries. That is a massive move to new highs in price, new lows in yield. I don't talk about that much on this show, but it bears serious attention because it's telling us that there is considerable concern in world markets. You might already know that, this is chart number one that crystallizes that thought. People are hiding in U.S. Treasury bonds in a massive way. That's chart number one. Now, you can see right up here, I have this picture for you. It tells you every day when you watch this show, 
where our algorithms are focused. This is a bear paw. We are stalking the bear right now. I'm going to show you four charts now that explain why we're stalking the bear. The first are treasuries, blowing out to new highs in price, new all-time lows in yield for 30-year bonds. That's major fear coming into the market. Now let's move down to this chart. That's a weekly chart of the price of gold, the gold ETF GLD. We're looking at a more than seven year downtrend that's being broken in a major way in the last couple of months. And in the last month and a half, it's just been an absolute skyrocket off the bottom. Now, a lot of people curious whether or not they've missed the move in gold. When you get a seven year downtrend being broken like this, this is not a two month rally. This will be a multi month, multi year move in precious metals. This is just the beginning and the strength and ferocity of this move in the last two months tells you what's in store for metals over the next X amount of months and years. Think you've missed it? Do you think you've missed it already? Take a look at the next chart. That's silver. Silver is literally just now breaking out of a major downtrend that goes back over seven years. Confirming the move in gold. Ultimately, when you get to um, um, maximum precious metal investing and exposure from the marketplace, you will see silver outperform gold. We're not there yet because we've just started in the last two months. You are going to hear me talk about precious metals now more often going forward. We are looking for weakness to buy the metals because we think we're seeing a multi-year change in direction for this asset. And then you look at treasuries and what does that tell you about the market? You look at treasuries and gold and then you wonder why I've got a bear paw here. Are you still Uncertain. I got one more chart to show you that sums up the reasons why we're stalking a bear. That's a clear head and shoulders pattern on a weekly chart of the small cap index. And it's just started. There's no real breakdown yet. We went below the neckline this week and we're rallying back trying to hold it right now. So as a review for the week, we've got four charts that tell the whole story. Fear is on the rise showed us by treasuries and a multi-year reversal in trade for gold. Silver's just getting started. And we see a major top forming 
on the, the, the index that's most susceptible to failures and breakdowns and bear markets. It's the small cap index. It's the canary in the coal mine. Let me explain why. Institutions support big cap stocks. Institutions like the mutual funds, the endowment funds, the pension plans. They have huge positions in Apple. Every time Apple falls, they buy more of it. They try to support it. Okay, There's not that kind of support for small cap stocks. Therefore, when a bear market really presents itself, it presents first in small caps. And then big caps catch up. You'll notice... Let's take a look at the small cap picture again. In the top right-hand corner, you know, I should, have sent, I should have put up another chart for you because there's a major divergence here. Maybe I'll get it set up for next week on Monday. I'll show it to you at 1130. But you'll notice on this chart here, small caps, that small caps in the last, uh, um, let's say, all of 2019, have not been able to get to a new all-time high. That is major negative divergence. So when the S&P and the NASDAQ 100 were hitting new highs this year, small caps did not confirm. They didn't even get close to confirming. Instead, they're working on the right shoulder of a head and shoulders pattern. They broke down this week and they're trying to, you know, claw tooth and nail to hold on to that neckline at the close this week. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. What are you doing with your portfolio into the weekend? When you see treasuries blowing out to new highs, gold blowing out to new highs, silver breaking a downtrend. I should say gold blowing out to new highs recently, not seven years. There's a long way to go for gold. But the last two months have been massive. All caps rolling over. You need to be protecting capital. This helps you understand why our algorithms told us max cash position. Now let me wrap up with this one thought. And I ask this question to you guys uh, who are listening to this right now to comment on it. And anybody who watches this video, please comment. I want to know what you think. Will this time be different? Because what's happened in the last 24 hours, is the market cratered. And so The pattern that follows after the market craters is that central bankers come out and start making comments that they're going to support the market. So you got, if you watch the Twitter feed that I've got at Brett Rosenthal, go kind of watch because I'm sharing this with you real time. The cavalry came out late yesterday. The ECB talked about how they're going to increase their purchases and they're going to be adding more cash to the system in September. More than people thought, they're telling you. And now Germany comes out today and says they're going to run deficits if there's a recession coming. Right? And then Fed presidents come out, like Bullard yesterday, talking positive about how they're going to add liquidity and save the market. 
right? They don't say the word save the market, but that's what they're trying to say. And every time the market knifes down in the last X amount of years, that talk saves the market. Will it save the market again? Or is the market going to say, show me, don't tell me? In which case the market continues to sell off into the September Fed and ECB announcements. And we see how strong they come in to support the market. And if the market cares, I'm stalking the bear. I'm not saying it's a bear market yet. And the reason for that is every time you say it's a bear market in the last seven years, you end up eating your words because the cavalry comes in and shoves more capital into the system. If that happens, then the market's not going a lot lower. Then that small cap chart pattern is not going to crater down. It might just keep languishing. I don't know. Is this time different? We'll have to see, but you have to protect capital while we wait to find out. Otherwise, it gets ugly like the fourth quarter of last year and the markets dropped 25% off the top. That can happen at any time, even when the Calgary, Calvary comes in. So this little sell-off this week is nothing yet. S&P's not even down 10% off the high. I think it's down like 6 6 7% off the high. Okay? So I'm not calling for a bear market, but I am saying all the paw prints are there. Now the Calvary could come in and save it again. We'll see. To wrap up, guys, I sent out yesterday to all subscribers to the Armor Report on our website. Go to the Armor Report. You'll get a free subscription. I sent out an email yesterday as promised. We're above 200 subscribers. Thank you all for helping me get there. I sent you out a cannabis investing strategy email. Anybody who didn't get it, feel free to email me info at Brett Rosenthal. Don't forget, you can just go to our website, click on it, email me. Please send me the report, and we'll, we'll set you up and send it to you. Okay? You guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Take care.